Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Answer Podcast. Welcome, welcome. This is Barbara, and I'm here with Kennedy, of course. And today we bring you a very special episode where we're answering the question of one of our listeners who's having argument problems. She's in a relationship and she keeps arguing with her partner and never really getting anywhere. That's the worst, right? When you're just arguing and it doesn't, there's no conclusion. There's no conclusion. There's no resolution. Right. And uh, basically, sometimes arguing leads to more arguing, and right. then you get into that cycle of uh-huh. you're picking on everything, everything is an issue. There is and beef. so she was, yeah, there is some serious beef. <laughs> so she was asking um, if we have any tips on how to argue with her partner so that she right. can break that cycle of, you know, insulting each other and shouting and calling names and so on. And actually learn how to argue in a conscious way. Right. So today we're talking about conscious relationships and conscious arguing. We're going to share with you our six steps to arguing healthily in a relationship. Right. Some people are going to think this is crazy. There's no, no such thing as a healthy way of arguing. But I think there is. It's debatable. Listen I, to the episode and, and you can judge by yourself. <laughs> I guess. But this is this is something that I think over time we we didn't just, you know, sit down and write a list. We had to go through it in order to register it and say, okay, this is how we can best overcome this. Exactly. Right? It organically came about right. from being in a relationship and, and having our difficulties ourselves. Um, whenever we had an argument, right, right. So it's not like we had these rules before we got together, right. But we created them together, right. And I think before we get on to talking about this six steps approach to conscious arguing, I think it is it's important because to define what a conscious relationship is, because I'm not sure everybody's aware of what a conscious relationship is. So what is what is a conscious relationship? So it's a relationship where both people understand and agree that the priority in their relationship is not either one of them separately, mm. but both of them together. That's deep. <laughs> That's real deep. Yeah. It's, it's deep. but it's a, it's a good way to see it. Some people don't see it that way. We do. Right. And I think this is the recipe for success. I think so because too. Because we are in it 50-50, Right. Yeah. You are 50% of the relationship and I am 50% of the relationship. Correct. And if we don't give our 100 individually, the relationship will never work. True. Very true. So we prioritize harmony, happiness and resolution whenever there's a problem. Right. So that we can move on. Right. Part of our philosophy is not to hold grudges. Right. And not to go back to the past and keep bringing up issues that are no longer relevant. Yeah. Like we said before, it's all about growth, right? It's It's all about growth. It's all about understanding each other and and growing and learning from past mistakes. Yes. And and just trying to be a better person every day. Yes. And it's not about perfection either. We don't have to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. But it's about how we show compassion for one another and kindness whenever one of us makes a mistake. And, right. we, and we all do. Right. 
So um, I'm going to let Kennedy introduce uh, the first step to conscious arguing. And remember, there are six steps that we have identified in our relationship that we need to go through in order to resolve the issue uh, in a healthy way. But after you listen to the list, if you have a partner or even if you don't, but you can reflect on any past argument that was unsolved, Right. And you can think about the steps that might work for you, because this is not necessarily a copy what we do and your life will be sorted. Um, It's just an example for you to reflect on, on on the right thinking process behind the argument. Right. Yeah. I mean, everybody's different. Exactly. I mean, it's something that you could try out and see how it helps your relationship moving forward. It could be a different approach entirely. Right? Yes, you so, might want to add different stuff yeah, or take might. away from what we're saying. Right. But for us, these are the basics that yeah. work for us. This works for us, right. For the type of people that we are. So, um, Kennedy, can you introduce the very first thing we do? It's very weird when you like say my name. It's like, because we're used to calling each other like baby, baby right? Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, Kennedy was the first mistake. Baby, go for it. Right. What's so, number one? I think number one is um, don't speak out of anger. I mean, you got to cool down first um, before going into any conversation or argument. Um, I think from us, what what we learned, we learned this just because I'm very chilled out, right? <laughs> I'm very chilled out, but, and she's the feisty one. She's like, let's get over with it right now. It's that Spanish fuego. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And, and she just wants to get on with it like right now. Um but I like to take my time on this, like, so I don't say stuff that, you know, might not be right or I didn't mean at the moment. So normally I would say I'm going for a walk or I go to the gym and bang the weights and just go hard or go shoot some hoops and, and just clear my head, you know, just cool down. So when I return, I want to be able to speak out of, you know, respect don't want to say things that might hurt you in the long term or damage the relationship forever. Um, so it's, I feel it's very important that you cool down first before, you know, having any other further discussions. What do you mm. think? No, I totally agree. I have to say that you're right. I mean, I have never had that kind of experience before because I'm the kind of person or I, I used to be the kind of person that, fuego. yeah, that fuego used fuego. to burn me <laughs> like crazy. So, um, I would feel, um, angry about something and I would react on the spot and want to confront the situation right then and there with no preparation, not having thought about even what I'm going to say right. or whether the, what the other person is feeling, nothing. I, I just wanted to get on with it and win the argument and just, you know, just do my thing. Yeah. And, um, and I, I, at first, whenever we had our first couple of arguments, right. I felt like he was trying to avoid me. Right. It, it was irritating <laughs> her. She wanted to, she's like, What's wrong I, it was this guy pissing like me off and I was getting actually angrier Yeah. Um, because I thought, why is he running away? Why is he not trying to confront the situation? Does he not care that I'm really angry? Right. And he would go away to the gym or to do his thing, clear his head, but me not having understood the importance of that and how it can really help you calm down yeah. and see things more clearly. Yeah. Um, 
it would agitate me even more. Right. So it was... But you learned from that. Like, I learned from it because obviously during those discussions, right. I would always say, why did you go away? Why did you do this? You yeah. know, why didn't you want to talk? Yeah. And he explained that he needed that cool down period. Yeah. Plus, plus I could see yourself as well at that time when I'm, I'm off or I said, I don't want to talk about it right now. And you reflected on what actually happened you know and to some extent i would say the first few times maybe 30 percent i reflected 70 percent i was pissed off (laughs) and whenever we didn't talk about it before nighttime i wouldn't even sleep at night because i'll be thinking how is he sleeping (laughs) (laughs) when we haven't talked about this and i'm just really pissed off and he's happily sleeping (laughs) she does this thing with her hair and uh, she clicks her hair when she's like agitated yes so you can hear it from a mile away when either that or really i clean yeah when she starts <laughs> cleaning the house you know so yeah but, but but you know those first couple of arguments we had and the fact that we talked about how important it was for you and how you needed to clear your head right because you want it to be fair and you want it to know exactly what had happened maybe you wanted to understand right. even what the problem was Right. What you had done or what you hadn't done or the impact it had on me. You wanted right. to understand that clearly before even talking about it. I mean, let's not let's not lie. Like when you say things that are hurtful, especially to a woman, that stuff stays forever. It doesn't go anywhere. Even for men as we well. We don't forget so easily. You don't. <laughs> they store stuff up. They've yes. got like the largest hard drive ever. But you know? also because so, we haven't perhaps we haven't learned um to be more forgiving, for, for, for real forgiving. Forgiving Maybe. in the sense that, okay, put it behind you. Don't, don't keep bringing it up. Right, right. <laughs> we, we know how to be hurtful. Right. And when we don't have any other weapon, any other means to defend ourselves, that's our go-to. Right. Because we don't have the strength, the physical strength to, right. to fight you. Right. In that sense. So we've got to have an alternative way. So they use words. To inflict pain. Yes. They use words. And and so we can be dangerous that way, but it's not fair. Right. And, the, and so this is where in a conscious relationship, you don't want to do that. Right. Because you don't want to hurt the person emotionally by keep bringing things up that are right. no longer relevant. And you don't want to argue with an archaeologist like yourself. <laughs> I they, can, dig they can dig into that and, past. And break stuff back. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> You don't want to do that. But basically, before we move on, I just want to, you know, say that in time, the beauty of you teaching me this, and I don't know where you got it from, whether it was like naturally in you to be a reflective person and just to cool down or whatever, or or whether it was something that you learned as well through past relationships. For me, it has really helped me. One in understand and respect your cooling time when you need it because whenever i bring something up that oh baby you know you've done something or this is happening or i feel i feel this way about this thing happening right um i understand that you go away i understand what the signs are right that you need that you're having that time off 
close. You just don't walk away. You tell them that you you want to have that time off. You just sometimes don't walk you away. do, but sometimes maybe right. you yourself are affected by what's the situation. Yeah. And you just naturally don't even want to justify because now right. we're in in a place in our relationship where you can just automatically go away, right. go quiet, watch your basketball, do your thing, not talk to me. Right. But I know you're not ignoring me. Right. I know that's how you're processing what's happening. Right. And I know that sooner or later you will come back and you will explain the next step as well. Right. But I know that you will come back and you will be ready to talk. Right. And depending on the problem, you might come back sooner, you might come back later. And the same for me, you know, because I have also learned that if I take that cool down period, it helps me think more clearly. Right. And it helps me be more loving when we finally sit down and talk and fairer and not go down the archaeology path and dig out some <laughs> rubbish from years ago yeah. to add to the list. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's step one is that one. Yeah. So don't speak from anger. Find the way that you like to cool down. Yeah. And then what do we do? I mean, the next step right after that is just, you know, when you come back and you say, OK, let's let's talk about it during this time you know let's let's go here and talk about it you know yes i think your environment plays a key role on you know moving forward with an argument you can't be in like a place that is stressful and and try to argue or resolve an argument there that wouldn't work it just make Mm -hmm. things worse so you got to talk about can we talk about it in the hour's time or can we can we go out can we go for a walk and talk about it you know which exactly. which make things better right yes so so is is to agree on the time and place to talk about it because right. you know our, the thing about arguments is they can come up anytime right of the day or night so the last thing you want to do is be having an important discussion or an argument before you go to work for example because right. it might affect the mood of the rest of the day yeah or or, you know, try to squeeze it in like five minutes between doing this and doing that because you got to step out and do something else. Right. So instead of just, just because you have cooled down, it doesn't mean that you must immediately talk about it. Yeah. But you must find the best time and place. Right. To have that discussion so that you can give each other as long as you need. Right. To talk. Right. To listen, to heal. Right. And whatever you guys need. Right. I think for us, it was, it was going for walks sometimes. We would... Yeah, I, th- we I would say and, we've done so yeah. many different things, right? Sometimes right. we'll go for a walk. Sometimes we'll just go and talk over dinner um, or just sit down at home and play some nice music. Yeah. Eat um, some spicy food so you don't talk much. <laughs> 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 yeah, but yeah, I think, I mean, the, like I said, the environment plays a key role because, um, I mean, it also messes with you mentally. So you don't want to be in a place that is loud and you can't hear each other so you you're shouting over each other yeah you want to show like respect and you want to make sure you're somewhere where you can be sitting next to each other or across the table or something from one another and where you can have eye contact and right. where you can show the person that you're listening definitely definitely so which we'll- leads us to the next point and this is uh, this is step number four yeah which i think is key too uh, for most people who have um, anger issues and just say the first thing that comes out of their mouth, um, this is important for you as well. You know, number four would be um, use kind and respective language. 
Yes, use Res- kind, la- respectful language. Respectful language, language right? Yes, right. and try to avoid blaming. So instead yes. of saying, oh, because you did this and you did that and you made me look like this or you made me waste whatever, or instead of blaming the other person right. for how you feel about this situation or problem, that take just responsibility. Stuff, right? Yeah, right. it will it will make it it will make the other person feel even worse. And they don't need to be blamed because if you're having a conscious conversation during right. conscious arguing, the other person will reflect. Right. So we don't need to be blaming. They will do their own thinking and and feeling for themselves. Yeah, I think it's important that when you're arguing, don't argue to be right. I think yeah. argue to be heard. Yes, you need to yeah, to be understood. Yeah. So the the how how I would describe it is say how you feel right about this situation. Right. Even if the other person is I don't know, imagine they gambled uh, your life savings yeah. and lost them, right? Obviously yeah. a big issue. Right. But say to the person when you take our money and you use it for gambling, I feel like you're not respecting um you're not respecting our plans for the future right or you're not taking seriously the fact that we might lose our house or whatever the dangerous situation is yeah so instead of blaming the person oh because we're losing the house because of your gambling say when you do this it makes me feel this way and it takes a lot to i worry about whatever yeah, it takes yes. a lot to do that. The person will feel equally bad about it, but you're not necessarily blaming them because, uh, of course, this is, if it's a serial gambler, then maybe they have <laughs> issues. But most of the time in a relationship, people just makes, they make accidental mistakes or mistakes that can be corrected for the future. Yeah, like me, um, I remember during this lockdown period, um, I went crazy on buying sneakers anybody that knows me and you follow me on my my ig instagram you know that i love sneakers you know (laughs) and during this period i think for me it was we had just moved to spain i just moved to spain and i was starting to climatize to the whole environment and the next thing you know i'm confined to just being home for four months and i was losing my mind you know because i'm a very active guy I need to be outside doing stuff, you know, and what I ran to was, you know, watching YouTube videos and reviews of sneakers and this and that. And I just started buying sneakers like (laughs) every single day. Even the DHL guy knew me. (laughs) It was bad, you know, and I think when you approached me, you said, look, we have to plan for the future. We don't know where this thing is going. You know, you made me understand the importance of me slowing down and just not spending money as it comes, but um, looking at how it affects you and how it affects our family and all. And I was genuinely worried because I thought you had developed a shopping addiction. Man, I'm telling you, I went, I went ham on that. Like, so I was worried because I knew that the lockdown was affecting you to the place where you yeah. were seeking refuge on it online was. shopping. It was. <laughs> it gave me some kind of um, high just i was like a kid just waiting for the postman to arrive like that was something to look forward to every day you know you Mm -hmm. order a shoe they say it's going to come in two days you have something to look forward to 
So I guess that was what I was, you know, doing at that time, you know, but it wasn't right. And I learned from it, you know, after having... It was just something to be careful about. I wanted you to be aware. Right. Um, and, and I wanted to know how you felt about it, like where this was coming from, because I've always right. known you to be a snickerhead and that's not an issue. Yeah. But, but this buying 30 pairs in two months... I didn't... Yeah, yeah, it's close to that. <laughs> it was 30 pairs in two months, yeah. right? And okay. I thought, okay, this is disproportionate. <laughs> this is out of proportion, right? Right. Um, this is more than, than what you would usually buy. Maybe in a whole year, okay. Right. But in two months, it seemed a little bit out of proportion. Right. And so I was worried about your state of mind. I was worried that, that there was something behind it. Right. And therefore, I couldn't be blaming you for, for for like the the spending because right. there was I could see that there were there was something behind it. Right. And and that's what I wanted to get to, to see what was making you buy at this rate. <laughs> oh yeah. Because there's no there's no. I went crazy. I'm not even. There's no not buying with this man. He will buy trainers. <laughs> okay. He will forever buy trainers for him, for me, for Alana. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's right. the way in which you do it, right? So. Right. So and I think when you when you're in a relationship with somebody, you know their patterns, yeah. and so when something is out of sync and it doesn't fit the pattern anymore, you can instead of arguing about oh you you're doing this now approach it from from a compassionate place right and and say what's wrong are right. you okay what has yeah. changed because i've noticed that now you're doing this and you never used to do that before buy 30 pairs in one month <laughs> right <laughs> in two months but still but yeah but it's important like you know the way you approached it and you know spoke to me in a respectful way and, and wasn't disrespectful allowed even made me feel guilty and like look back and think about what I was doing and like oh crap I, I did spend a lot you know <laughs> and like her mom would say how many feet do you have <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't understand it she doesn't she's like how many feet do you have how can you my parents this? just don't know what to how do with all these shoes anymore have? because yeah. <laughs> they're everywhere they're in the storage room yeah. they're in we, our bedroom we, we had to keep <laughs> some of the shoes in her parents storage room that's how much it is for now but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, uh, I, res I really appreciate the fact that you would, you know, approach me in that, in that manner and, and just speak to me in a respectful language. And, you know, it, it made me reflect and say, okay, I got to do the right thing. And I think moving forward in an argument with your partner, that's something that needs to be in place in order for you to move forward and for the other person to mm -hmm. really understand what they are doing. Hmm. Right. And this brings us to step five. Right. Uh, because step five is it step five? I, I'm I'm not yeah, counting right. Step five. You guys know. We'll summarize them later. But um, the next step is basically you want to be using kind language and fair language and I language when asking questions to the person, but you also want to give them the time and space to listen to them. Right. So you want to make sure that you're listening very carefully to understand what they're saying, not to interrupt, to judge, to say, but yeah, but yeah, no, just listen. That's one of the hardest things to do. 
I mean, people take it for granted just to listen. Like that is a skill on its own. I mean, even at workplace, yeah, you have external trainers coming in to teach people how to listen. Yes, they're teaching bosses, they're teaching um, um, supervisors how to listen to their employees, mm. listen to their staff, listen to their customers. Mm. I mean, it is a skill on its own. It's a huge and very difficult skill because there are many ways of listening. Yeah. But particularly when you're angry, the reason why it's difficult to listen and pay attention is because you've got your own story happening in your head. Right. That's speaking to you louder than the person right. you're trying to pay attention to. You're already replying in your head. Exactly. Right. You already have your thing. Yeah, but you know, and I want to say this and on this point, I'm going right. to. And this is why sometimes people don't give the chance to other to explain themselves to people. Yeah. Because you want to reply. Very true. You just want to get things out of your head. But in a conscious relationship and in conscious arguing, you will have time to present your argument. Right. But you must give the other person the opportunity to express what they are going through as well. Right. And that's that's key. You you must key. be focused. Yes. Even if you need Major to take key. pen and paper to write down your own thoughts so that you won't forget, put them <laughs> on the table. I'm serious. Start Do taking it. notes. I'm serious. <laughs> Do it. Because if you're worried that you will forget and you won't be able to say that clever thing or make reference to whatever, write it down. But allow the person the opportunity to say what they have to say right. and give them your full attention. Right. And do it from a place in your heart where you seek to understand what they're going through and what they're saying. Right. You got to be open 100%. I mean, going back to the me going crazy on a sneaker shopping, it was when I had to explain what I was feeling at the time and she understood and she said, okay, how can we, you know, make things better? You know, you didn't go right away. Like, Oh, you're buying this, that, that, and, you know, talking over me when I'm trying to explain, you know, the reason why I was doing what I was doing. Um, but you got, you, you listened to me and you said, I understand where you're coming from and knowing the kind of person I am, um, this was you we came up together with a better solution on how to you know resolve that mm, that would be the yes. next step right because obviously once you once you have spoken together and you've taken turns to say okay well this is why i've done what i've done and then you can reply and say well this is you know what i think about what you've done and there must be a resolution Right. Often arguments are just left there. You say your thing, I say my thing, then boom, um, you stay angry. <laughs> right. But there must be a resolution. So how can you move forward with this information? Right. Right? Um, how can you make amends? Or how can you learn from the situation so that you don't make the same mistake again in the future? Right. So the final step, well, not the final step, number... Again, we'll work through the numbers later on because we said it's a six-step approach, so this must be number five. <laughs> Just guess it. Yeah. So it's about reflecting. And you're reflecting on what's happened, what the problem was, and what a possible solution is with the aim to improve the quality of your relationship, which can only be improved through you working on yourself right perhaps you have a weakness like you have a sneaker weakness for sure 
I wouldn't call it a weakness. <laughs> I would call it uh, like Serge Ibarco would say. It's art. I'm collecting art. Okay, well, well <laughs> you've got a thing for that. I'm collecting art. To the point where... It's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's not a weakness. It's a hobby. It's good to have hobbies. We all have hobbies, right? right. But when you have a hobby that could potentially risk your financial situation for broke. example or your or your your relationship itself right? right so that's where you as a person have to say okay what do i need to do so that in the future i know my priorities and i know right. how to stay within the healthy limits of this hobby right yeah one sneaker a month i'm limited to that <laughs> with your example maybe that's the solution other people will have arguments about different things they might have arguments about um i don't know about the way they clean the bathroom or about the people that they hang out with outside of the relationship or about whatever the argument might be right okay so everybody has to reflect on themselves why did i do what i did i think that's important knowing how it affected my partner yeah I need to be a bigger person for the sake of my relationship. What do I need to work on as an individual? And that is seeing it from the other person's point of view. You have to. Right. Because they are half of your relationship. You can never have a happy relationship if you're not taking into account how the other half is feeling. Right. Right. I so agree with that. And the final one, which I think it's very important as well, is... Uh, physical contact and what we mean i don't mean smacking somebody you <laughs> punching them in the face you know the sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 more of ending the, the argument in a hug you know yes 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 you emotional know? healing right and and even if you haven't 100 percent healed from this conversation or from this arguing you have to have cooled down and resolved at least 90% of the issue by the end of the discussion, okay? Yeah. And I think that since we're talking about relationships and the person that you are uh, married to or in right. a relationship with is, is very close to you, you want to make sure that you close this whole experience right. with a hug, with a kiss, right. with, with something that feels right for you at that time. Reassurance, reassurance, just letting the person know, hey, I still love you. Yes. You know, no matter what, I'm still here. I got you. Exactly. But in the way that it feels right for you. So we're not saying, oh, go and have sex. If it doesn't feel right for you if because it's right, of... right, do it. Why not? Yes. I mean, this is why <laughs> makeup sex exists, right? right? Some people love to argue so they can make up. Yeah. Because making up, to some extent, heals the wound yeah. a little bit. But if you haven't argued... If you haven't <laughs> argued consciously... That makeup sex is not going to heal anything. That's true. It's That's just going to put a plaster uh, on top of a big wound and it will right. just continue to just be disgusting underneath. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to deal with it. You need to heal first. Right. And then you can, your final step will be showing love. Right. right. To have that physical contact. So would you, would you walk us through the steps again so we can have the numbers right? And yeah, exactly. Let's do that so. because... I'm confused now. So step number one is cool down. Don't speak from anger. Right. Yes. Step number two is once you have cooled down, together agree on a place and a time when you can talk and take your time. Right. Your environment speaks a lot about, exactly. you know, you moving forward. Yes. 
That's step number two. Step number three is use respectful language and take responsibility for your feelings. Right. So using things like I feel, yeah, use I language. Right. That's step three. Step four, listen with the purpose of understanding, not to respond, not to blame. Right. Listen to understand. Try not to interrupt. Make notes if you have to. Put them on the side. Right. You can go back to that later. But give each other the opportunity to explain. Right. Because sometimes part of your reflecting happens as you speak. Right. Right? I don't know if it happens to you, but sometimes... Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah you have that cool-off period, but it's not until you start to articulate okay. right. that you realize things. So listen to your partner and don't judge. Try to understand. Step five is reflect on how to improve yourself, how to change, what you, do you need to change, your behavior, your attitude, your whatever, right. so as to not to repeat the same mistake again. Right. And this is about self-improvement and ownership. You have to own your mistake if it was a mistake. Yeah. And it could be a mistake on either part. Okay. Right. Perhaps you think your partner's done something wrong. And after going through the previous steps, you realize you have been unfair. Right. In the way that you have judged what your partner has done. Right. And you might be the one that needs to change something for right. the sake of the relationship. So that's a time to reflect and to agree on steps forward. Right. Following this argument. And finally, step number six is to have that physical contact that can help you heal the wound. Right. And make sure that the love is still there. Right. And show each other that you care for one another. Right. Reassurance, people. It's Reassurance key. and love all the way. Right. For sure. Right. I think this is um, this is something that, like I said in the beginning, we we came up with along just growing together in a relationship, and it's helped us, and we still use it till today, and and it makes things work for us basically. Mm. So, I mean, if this can help somebody, go for it. You know, it goes a long way. Trust me on that. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know if you are already doing some of these things in your relationship. Right. Perhaps you have a, a different list of steps. Right. Um, and if you don't and you would like to try these ones out in your next argument because you want right. to move your relationship from a regular one to a conscious relationship. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Then let us know how it went. Why not? But heads up. Right. We work this out from our own experience right but it is also something that we have agreed to do together right so don't suddenly bring these rules to your partner during a discussion right. if he or she is not aware that this is what you're going to be doing it's a two-way so if you found that these tips are valuable to you because you're having issues whenever you have arguments with your partner why don't you present the six steps and say baby um how about we try to use these six steps right. whenever we are whenever we argue. And if needed, print them out, stick them on your fridge, and refer <laughs> to them. It's true, because you might forget in the future, right? That's and true. then in the true. heat of the moment, true. you're like, oh, what well, was step one? Right. But if it's important to you to have a healthier, to have healthier arguments right. in your relationship, right. then it's no joke. Print it, put it on your fridge, and make sure that you are both committed right to following these steps right for the sake of your relationship i mean take it 
take it easy. I mean, start with even if it's just step one and two, just start with that first. Yes. You know, then you see yourself getting better, then just graduate to the rest. And I think that would really help your relationship move forward and you guys can have a healthy conversation and dish things out easy. You know, so like Barbara said, print it out if that's what it takes. Yeah, print you know, it out if that's what it takes. Keep talking I tell, about I tell it. you keep what, talking about I'm going to make a poster. Right, we're going to put it on the IG page. We're going to put it, yeah, we're going to link it uh, on the bio or have a link to our website or right. something. And you guys can just save, download it to your computer and right. print it. I want right. to see it on everyone's fridge. Right. <laughs> I want pictures of it <laughs> hanging on your fridge. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, to listening for listening to this podcast. We really appreciate you guys. Um, give us a follow on our Instagram page at the Answer Pod and drop us a direct message. We'll be more than happy to answer any questions you have. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Any questions you guys have about your relationships, health, or wealth, let us know right. because we're gonna follow them up and we're gonna give you some answer. Oh. And don't forget to subscribe to right. the podcast channel on iTunes or Spotify. Show some love, support, you know. Yes. Give, give us, us a five-star five rating. Star. You if, know you want to. Give us that five-star <laughs> if you like what you hear. Of course. You know, so if you don't, just... Show us some love. Yeah, just right. don't do any rating. All right, guys. We appreciate <laughs> you. Stay safe and talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.